It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, it's Tuesday. Jerry and Al with you. Uh, a big jet day on the Boomer and Carton Show. So we're here for the post-show, post-game podcast. So great to have you. And it's amazing, Al. A couple of update segments today. I actually did not even do baseball, which is really remarkable. So spend two seconds on it. First, the Yankee loss, not that big a deal, but it certainly hurts if they want to win a division. And then the Mets, you know, the Nationals get rained out. I guess it was rained out, postponed with the Orioles. They make that up Thursday. So the Mets go out and they take on the Braves. And, you know, you figure you got to win that game. You have to win that game. Shelby Miller's pitching. He was 0-14 for 0 and 14 in his last 22 starts. Well, they did win. They didn't win by a lot, but they did win 4 nothing. And I saw in the, uh, in the newspaper today the lucky magic number down to 7. You, as a diehard Met fan, you have got to be chomping at the bit now to get this division wrapped up. Well, one, I mean, I know the Mets are in a good spot because they're uh, six and a half uh, ahead of the uh, Nationals. Right. But I literally have no idea what that means when they go magic number is seven. Magic really? number. What is, what do you, like, I know the magic up, number to clinch the division is seven. What the, uh, what's a combination of Met wins and national losses. It has to equal seven, seven. Correct. So the Mets win seven games. They win. Yeah. If the Mets win seven games, and the nationals win the same seven at the same time. Yeah. The Mets win. So as long as the Mets, the combination of Mets wins plus National losses equal seven. Correct. That's how you do it. They've Magic won the division. They've, They've won clinched the division. the division. Yeah. And then uh, then they would play who? Well, the when Mets. they get to the playoffs, they're going to play the Dodgers. Oh. No, so the once they clinch, once they clinch. then everyone rests. Yes, you're going to see um, Kirk Newen Heist play. Right. That's what you're going to see. And then they would play the Dodgers in a seven-game series? Uh, best of, well, no, it's five. Isn't the first round five? five I don't first know. round's five. So right now you've got – it's really remarkable, actually, the way it works out. So the one seed, which will be the Cardinals, they have to play the wild card winner. And right now – Which is a one-game Which is a one-game play-in, play-off, whatever you want to call it, will be between the Pirates and Cubs, who right now are battling for home field for that game. You've got literally the best three teams in the National League all in the same division. And it really sucks for one of those two teams that they're all going to get is one game because the Pirates and Cubs have been tremendous this year. They're better than the Dodgers. They're better than the Mets. And so – the Cardinals will get the winner of that game, basically a divisional division series, and then that will leave the Dodgers and the Mets to play. And right now, those two teams will be fighting it out for home field in that series. Right now, the Dodgers are up a few games on them. So then whoever wins Mets-Dodgers series and Cardinals series, That's the NLCS. They'll, they'll play each other seven games. Yes. And then that team will go to the World Series. You got it. So we're I mean, really that's how close you are to the World Series. Just a few steps away. That's all you are. And my Las Vegas bet, where I have the Mets winning the National League. How much you bet on that? I, I bet, uh, I think, $250. Really? Something like that. I don't remember. It wasn't great because twenty uh, to one. No, I don't think it was. It was. I think it was eleven to one. Wow. Yeah. Because because the the Mets. Yeah, and the Mets were on like a uh, when we were in Vegas early on. Remember the Mets went on that early winning streak. Yeah, they won eleven in a row. Yeah, I I think I made the bet somewhere around there. So people were excited. Stand to win about 
2500 bucks. It was 11 Yeah, not sure. But uh, also that same day, I also bet uh, that the uh, Colts would win the Super Bowl. How's that looking so right now? So that's not looking great. That's not looking good. That's but you know what? Good. The med pick was a really good pick. Why not with that pitching? And I'm excited I now know what magic number means. Yes. So now you are you are locked in now. So if the Mets win tonight... And the Nationals lose. Nationals lose. What they would it picked be? up two games. Mm, that would be a that would be five. magic number of five. I see. See that? Look at you. I'm very versed in this. Yes. Jerry, you know who the uh, Lil, Lil Wayne is? He's a rapper. You could put up five photos right now. I couldn't tell you which one is Lil Wayne, but I have heard the name. This, I do not know what he looks like. This microphone smells, by the way. Okay. Disgusting. Anyway, Lil Wayne. Why are you smelling the microphone? Because I'm I'm smelling it as I'm trying to talk into it. It stinks. Disgusting. And I even took the disgusting foam thing off of it. Oh, look at that. It's foul. Ugh. Anyway, Jerry, back to my story. Lil Wayne, supposedly there's a a sex tape being shopped around, and Lil Wayne is not happy. Another one? It's uh, Lil Wayne with two gals, uh, and supposedly it's called the Socks on Sex Tape. (laughs) <laughs> the socks on sex tape. Meaning Lil Wayne is uh, with these oh. two women and he's only wearing socks. That is awesome. Now, my question for you is, Jerry, when you n- know there's going to be some action with the wife. Why does this come back to me? Well, I'm just, uh, just an opinion yeah, piece. Yeah, all right. Just an opinion piece. Yeah. Do you immediately get your socks off so you're not caught in a position where you're nude in socks? I don't care. Oh, I, I get the socks off immediately. <laughs> I don't care. I'll sometimes, if I feel like. We had to, like, uh, go out to dinner, back home. When I get home, I might take my socks off immediately just really? in case. Wow. That's a bad look for a guy. Who cares? A man Who's in... Who's looking at your socks? Are the you woman you're with. Are you taping it? No, but you don't want to turn your wife off Listen, if she sees you in nude with black socks on. <laughs> 23 years. If that's going to be a problem at this point, I'm out. I mean, really. Who cares? So there's nothing that your wife... Could have on being nude and just have on that would throw you off? <laughs> no, I don't think so. So if your wife was in black socks but nude, you're in still. Yeah, yeah whatever, Because you know, girls are cute in socks, right. nude with socks. Who cares? Guys nude with socks, bad look. Well, most guys nude is a bad look. It, you're right. I mean, let's be it's honest. It's disgusting. The hair, it's nasty. Right. I mean, I'm really, I, I say this to my wife, and I have. I've said this to my wife many times. I've said don't clip this. <laughs> yes. But I have said to her before, I'm like, why are you not a lesbian? Right. Like, why do you like, like, what is attractive about a man? Men are disgusting. Like, yeah, I've men always are said, disgusting. I get women, and I understand, I get the fact that sometimes science and, you know, there are Sci- other it's things. It's science, Jerry. Not science, but there are other things in play. Some Nature. people are what they are, and that's great. Good for you, and uh, you figure it out. That's wonderful. Some women, they'll like to explore. I understand that. As a straight man, I don't understand exploring if you're not biologically gay because I think men are disgusting. Well, this is why women are higher species than men because they look above looks and they can see beyond our disgusting bodies and they like us for our personalities and all that stuff. We like women for their per- personalities also, but we also like the problem that is you don't attractive. get to the personality at first. That's the problem. Right. And just being completely honest, you don't fall for a girl because someone tells you, "By the way, Susan, she's funny." She's hilarious, but it's a I nice, mean, it's a, it, it's the, what will put you over the top is if a girl is pretty and has a oh, good personality. Oh, there's no doubt. Listen, you can be pretty if you don't got a decent personality. Right. The hell with that. Gets old quick, you, Jerry. Yeah, you don't want to be bothered with that. I mean, unless you're talking about a one-night stand or something. Right. Or you want to be together for a week just to have some fun and then hightail it out. That's right. different. 
In terms of a relationship, without the personality, there is no relationship. Right. You have any friends that have just horrible either marriages or relationships where kids are involved and they're completely locked into it? Uh, no, I actually, I, and I've uh, discussed this before with my friends and family. I am so lucky that I, I, I don't have anybody that I'm close to that I'm aware of that's in a bad relationship. Because I, I know a few people. Yeah. On both the man, the, the guy side and the girl side. And it's just, I mean, it's horrendous. It really is. I mean, you, you literally go through life angry and like just miserable. I mean, there's yeah. no other word for it. So the personality is a big deal. But yes. right, wrong, or indifferent, to be completely honest, you got to get to that first. Right. And find your way there. Yes. Yeah. So hmm. when are we going to the watermelon shop? I, you know, I, I thought of that just the other day. I had uh, tweeted months ago now about why is watermelon juice not a thing like orange juice? And somebody had written back to me and said there's a watermelon only watermelon juice place near our work here. Can we do this tomorrow? I really want to yes. see this place. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Yes, I could do this tomorrow. Speaking of this place. All right. Hold on a second. I got. I know we got to go here and we got some stuff to talk about, but. Yeah, very important Allow stuff me two here. minutes. Yeah, oh, please. You know. Everything's great. We have great lives. Not complaining. You know, we're not going to say anything stupid like Jerry Jones was talking about with Tony Romo and how, you know, how much bad luck he's got. Meantime, he's worth billions of dollars. <laughs> and then he actually, you know, laughed at it and said, I understand how good I have it. You know, we came here to Hudson Street. How long ago? 2000 and what? Yeah, I'm not even Nine, sure. 9, 10, 2010. And as soon as we come to Hudson Street, Al and I live in New Jersey. We start taking the Holland Tunnel. And for the first six months, the ride was tremendous. Right up the tunnel. It was easy. Right through the tunnel. We, and all of a sudden, six months in, they decide to start washing the walls. And that creates traffic jams. And we sit in the tunnel for 30 minutes at a time. At 3 a.m., they, they clean right. the walls of the tunnels, yes. So we decide we're going to figure a way around it. And we're going to meet earlier, and we're going to beat those trucks. And, okay, fine, disaster avoided. Then we find out who needs the turnpike. We can take the Pulaski Skyway. Only to find out three months after that, hey, let's shut it down for two months, uh, two, excuse me, two years, two years for yeah. construction on one side and two more years for the other side. Okay, then we find a way around the Pulaski Skyway. So let's go through Jersey City until six months later, they decide to tear away the road that covers the highway we're on. That's now with a detour. Can't win. This morning I'm driving in. I decided I'm going to start going through Staten Island because the bridge overnight is now only $6 on a commuter plan as opposed to paying 11 at the Holland Tunnel with that easy pass discount. Significant savings. No more turnpike. I mean, you're talking about saving $10 a day. Pretty big deal, right? Times 20 days, $200. That's Jerry, a big deal. For a month. It's been awesome. For a year I've been doing this. A year. This morning they decide they're going to pave 278 coming off the Verrazano Bridge. Oh, that's Ridge. nice. It'll be nice and smooth next That's all time. right. You know, it's fine. Let's do a little detour and they're going to send me back on, right? Wrong. I end up lost somewhere in Brooklyn for literally 25 minutes. In the middle of the night. So I'm just curious, what is going to be next? Well, they, they do construction on everything. It's, it's unreal. Constant. But here's the thing. Like, I love, there's nothing better than a freshly paved highway. I agree. And yet, the process of paving it, I hate more than anything in the world. It's awful. When I'm sitting in traffic and I'm going, why are why are they paving this road? And then when I hit, when I hit the potholes, I go, why don't they pave this road? Agreed. It's true. You're absolutely right. And it's by the way, no wins. Staten Island Expressway. They've spent the last 
three weeks paving, another issue that I've been dealing with. But here's my problem is when they pave it. So they're paving it now before winter, which makes no sense because winter is when it gets all chopped up. Right. Pave it right after winter. You got to pay. You, pave it I March. Right. That way we enjoy it all summer. Nice only, smooth The roads. plows are going to destroy it again. Plows are going to destroy it, Jerry. It's true. Okay, you mentioned winter. Ugh. The worst. All right, now let's move on. You know, college football season's here. We're now a few weeks in, and it's been a blast so far. It's always a lot of fun. And it means it's time to show off your school pride like you have never, ever done before. You no longer have to take off all your clothes and run across the street or the field naked to get the crowd's attention. Like, why would you ever do that, right? I do it with uh, socks on only. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, see what you that did there? That was a fake laugh, Jerry. I'll make you. Yeah, it was actually. I can make you, if you'd like, I can make you stand out in the crowd just as loudly with an officially licensed knit sweater or a onesie of your favorite team or alma mater, now available at tipsyelves.com. And, yes. A onesie what? What's Why that You mean? pick your favorite school and we're going right. to get you in the colors. So let's say I like Ohio State. Bang. Red, white, gray. How awesome is that? And what is it? It's like a one piece? Like yeah. a, what a baby would wear? It's like a onesie, but for adults. It's well, awesome. For adults, I see. And you know where this comes in really handy? Where? I don't know if you noticed, but this morning it was about 60 degrees when we woke up. It was up, chilly. And it's getting cold. Now you're going to have these tailgates on these Saturdays where it's going to get chilly. The leaves are going to start to turn. They're going to fall. You're going to be warm. You go to Tipsy Elves, you get yourself a onesie of your favorite collegiate team. I would actually probably wear this even if I came to your house to watch the games on a Saturday because I get the feeling you you really watch what you set your heat at and you'd like keep it not as warm as it should be, I'd be freezing, so I'd be in my Ohio State onesie. And I'm usually pretty good myself because yeah. I'll put on the Arizona State swants, my What's sweater pants. Sweater pants. Pants? Yeah, they're sweater pants. I see, Jerry. But they call them swants. They also oh. have fanny packs, uh, which fanny are pretty packs. cool as well. You put all your yeah. stuff in them on game day. Now, could I wear these if I actually went to the stadium? Yes, that's the whole point. Hmm. What about a sports bar? Yes. Now, where do I get Show these? Show your colors. TipsyElves.com, dude. What does that mean? That's a website? Of course. TipsyElves.com. Yes. I see. Hmm. You can get 20% off at TipsyElves.com, but do you have to punch in this code B-N-C? You spell that out, Jerry. B-A-N-D-C. B-N-C. Gear up for game day, Jerry, with TipsyElves.com. I'm in. What do I have here for you now? Is right, my probably story. Some, another Fugazi study you always find oh, somewhere. This is classic, uh, so Jerry. So the internet porn survey says. Well, interesting that you'd say that. A new study, Jerry. Oh, come on. I was kidding. No, I always have these new studies. <laughs> I'm a scientist. I don't on know porn? if you know this. No, not on oh, porn, okay. but the uh, the age that men find women most attractive. Uh, when did you start becoming attractive women? Like 15, 14? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. What age of a woman do the men find most attractive oh 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 this is an easy one you know what i'm saying like if i were to say to men if i were to poll men as yeah. this study did what age do you think women look their best these are the <laughs> answers they gave now they actually broke it down by age so like how old are you jerry i am 41 hey, right? so you're 41 so what age did 41 year olds what age did 41 year old males say is the best-looking age for a woman to be? I will say 26. 21. 21. 20-year so difference. Isn't that kind of young? Yeah. Well, how about this is worse, Jerry? I'm uh, 46 now. Today's my birthday. Happy birthday, Al. Uh, this says uh, 46-year-olds that were polled, the uh, the best-looking age for women to a 46-year-old is 20. <laughs> what, for their <laughs> grandchild? 
or for well, their daughter? Like that's crazy. And then here's the difference we were talking about earlier between men and women. And we oh, said, here you know, we go. You know, there women women like a uh, oh, like a personality. Most handsome when they're 48 and wealthy. So I'll give you the same thing. I'll say a 40 uh, year old woman a 40 year old woman finds what age most attractive in a male? I'll say 35. 38. 38. Yeah. See the difference there between men and well, women, they like Jerry? The well, here's why, though. Because they like the maturity in a man, and right. men take more time to mature. Long now, time. I don't think that's the case for myself, but I certainly know a lot of guys who still at 41 have not matured. You are not a uh, old maturer? What? It did not take me long to mature. It no. did not. My, well, my when did you get a hair under your armpits? Um, I don't know. 11, maybe? 10 or 11 years old? I was literally 19. Come on. I swear. I was but that 19. happens with puberty, though. Although, that's true. You didn't discover the other thing until you were 20. 22. 22. So, yeah. All right. Maybe you know hair until you were in your yeah. 20s. That is interesting. It was a little embarrassing. Like, in the gym locker room, you take your shirt off and you have no body hair. Like, it's just like <laughs> Not smooth... even, like, on your chest? No. That came much later. I well, at least got did. armpit hair first. Wow. Slight, slight little armpit, just like a couple so of things. So you're telling me, I was a senior in high school with a full beard, and you were a freshman in college and hadn't had armpit hair yet. <laughs> well, it was coming along, the armpit it hair. Coming along where? You know, maybe uh, hmm, maybe the armpit hair started a little earlier, but I, I don't feel like I fully matured physically until I, well, I, I told you, I graduated high school, I was five foot five. 115 pounds. You were five, five as I'm, a high school senior? I'm 5'11 now, Jerry. I grew six inches from high school. You better hope so. Yeah. Wow. Now, yeah. Were, now, were you the height you're at when you graduated college? Yes. So your growth spurt came a lot later than most. Yeah, it was like the, it was like the first two years I was out of high school. 5'5 five, five as a senior in high school? Yeah. Wow. That was my first driver's license was 5'5. Five, five. Oh, how embarrassing. Yeah. Did you have girlfriends? No. Because they had to have been taller than you. I did not have girlfriends. None in high school? None. None? Zero. <laughs> wow. You were fat, though. I was not. No, I was 115 pounds. I was oh. thin. You, but you had bad I was hair. tiny. I was a kid. I, was look, I looked like I was 12. How can you be a kid? We're talking about 46-year-old men that like 20-year-old women. I'm talking about an 18-year-old guy. For Christ's sake, I could put a rifle in your hand. You go to a, Afghanistan in yeah. the military. I wonder you what were 5'5". Five, five. Yeah. You're not answering my questions. Though. What was the question? I don't remember now. Something about women and you really had no nothing going on. Oh, your hair. You had bad hair. I had uh, good hair. No, yeah. I, 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 so I was. So what did your hair I was go my south? Good hair era. 1997. I was 27. Oh, yeah, I much longer. It. I noticed it at 27. Because your first picture that I've ever seen of you here, it was terrible hair. Terrible. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I started working here at like 30. Well, when did you start here? With Boomer and Craig, oh, right? Yeah, 2007? Yeah. yeah. So eight years ago. So you were 38. 38. Look how fast eight years ago. Oh, I would love by. to be 38 right now. Well, what the hell's the difference? You're in better shape now than you were when you were 38. I know, but to say I'm 38 would be awesome. But just tell people you're 38. Just Who's knock off. Uh, I should just knock off 10 years. Tell people 36. Just I, be the, Ironically enough, there are people that work here that are probably 35 that you could pull off being younger than they are. Yes. You know, especially the ones that smoke, they have bad skin, a little overweight. Bad diet, Jerry. Exactly. And that stuff takes a big toll on your body. Sure does. So, all right. And then you had one other story for us about the Yaramir Yager. Oh, how about this? Yeah, so um, I like Yaramir Yager. He was with the Devils for a couple of years. He's with the Panthers now. He's 43. He's 43 and living the life because he's never got married. I don't think he's ever got married, but I know he's single now. And we were looking at this story about how he was with... <laughs> An 18-year-old. Czechoslovakian model. Right along, uh, 
your story. <laughs> <I've got laughs> this new 40s. study, Jerry. I, yeah. Just these studies get oh, shipped. I'm sorry, today. 18's too. It's too young. But whatever. Yes. Anyhow, so she apparently wanted to blackmail him with a picture of her in bed with him, and his response was, "Go for it." Like, <laughs> yeah, she. What's she, the recourse? None. She, she took a selfie. In bed with him, he was sleeping, so he didn't know the selfie was yeah. going on. And then, yeah, she she evidently uh, sent this uh, selfie and said, "I'm going to spread this around the internet." And he was all for it. And all she wanted, I, I looked at this story, two thousand dollars. That's what she's asking yeah. for. He was like, "No, no, I wouldn't give it to her either." Yeah. And plus, yeah, look at forty three. I mean, you know, let's go. So good for him. Look at him; he's still getting it done. I wonder where he lives in the off season because I think he plays hockey in the off season. These guys are nuts. Yeah, They're I would crazy. just relax in the off. I would live in Florida or Arizona or California. Yeah, when's the show moving to Arizona? Warm area. When we get a much older, Jerry, and we all retire. When we feel like we're going to retire. When we feel like we're going to retire? Yeah. I don't know if the energy is going to be good at that point. I think there are shows like, uh, you love uh, K-Rock in Los I Angeles. Do. K-R-O-Q. Yes. Uh, they're morning guys, Kevin and Bean. Yeah. I believe they have not been in the same studio in years. Is that true? Yeah, I believe they're in two... De- different the locations. Problem is, and if I you think, and if anybody out there listens to Sirius NFL Radio, um, like I do, and I used to work there, there is, I don't think, aside from the morning show with Bob Papa, who will do it with, I forget who, but like a former Giant. There's usually never a time where the two people are doing the show together. The host, um, like the radio guy, is always there in studio, but then the former player is always in their house oh, on an ISDN line. That's a dream job, right? And it sounds fine. The problem with what we do here is, A, television cameras, not going to work, and B, I think a lot of what we do, you kind of need the communication yes. and the visuals and seeing what everybody's thinking. And So I don't know that it works. Yeah, you can pull it off. It it's doesn't not, work. It's not the same show, though. Yeah, it does not work. So, Because uh, I'm a big Howard Stern listener, and there was a time uh, a year ago or so where Robin was going through some uh, cancer situation, and it, it wasn't known. Right. But afterwards, it was told that she, for a long time, was doing her part of the show from the house. But you didn't know. But looking back on it, listening back to it, right. you can tell the, the timing is off a hair. Yeah, oh, it is. Absolutely. You you're, know? Still, you're not live. I mean, you're live, but it's still an ISDN line. There is a slight delay. And when there's multiple people that you're interacting with, like we've got Boomer, Craig, me, yeah. you, Eddie, it's, it's too many people. You need to see that it's your turn to talk. Totally agree. So I guess we're not going anywhere anytime soon is what you're saying. We are not, Jerry. All right. But speaking of technology, I'm glad you brought that up. Did I Have I told you about touchofmodern.com, Jerry? You have. Tell me yeah. more. Well, they have all sorts of cool products and gadgets there for dudes. And I'm a dude. You're a dude. So that's where you should go, touchofmodern.com. They have uh, top designer clothing. They have cool products. They have unbeatable prices. They have really cool things for your iPhone. They have cool gadgets, neat things to put on your wall. As a guy, I never have any idea what I'm supposed to be putting on my walls. So they have cool-looking art. A lot of the stuff is inexpensive. They have really uh, up-to-date stuff. What they do is they, uh, they, they talk with these manufacturers. They get a great deal on something. They put it on touchofmodern.com. But here's the thing. Uh, these cool products, gadgets, uh, clothing, it sits on there for maybe one, two, or three days. Then it's gone, and they get something new in. So you constantly have to be checking the website, touchofmodern.com, or you could do what I do. I got the touchofmodern.com app for my iPhone. Uh, it's a great thing to check out. Listen, the other day I went food shopping. The lines are ridiculous. While I'm in line at the food uh, store, kill some time, touchofmodern.com. Find a product I like, boom, I buy it right there on my phone because they I've already registered with my credit card. 
So do that. Go to touchofmodern.com. Do it today because tomorrow it'll all be different. That's how life rolls in the fast lane. And we are done, and we will see you tomorrow on the BNC postgame show or podcast or whatever we're called. See you. Stars of the show, Alan Jerry.